Hey guys, and welcome back to the Daily Dose of Tech podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Douglas, and um, just before this episode starts, I'd like to mention a couple things. First, the audio quality will be getting better. My new microphone gets here on Wednesday, so the Friday episode will have a great increase in audio, at least on my side. Um, also, the podcast is up on YouTube now, so I'll leave the link in the description. Uh, we'd love to see support over there, too. Uh, and lastly, don't forget to join the Discord. We'd love to see you there. Um, so yeah, let's get into today's episode. Hey, so um, today we'll be talking about Linux, which is one of the lesser-known operating systems. So um, what what is Linux? Uh, Linux is, um, you know, and it's an operating system just like Windows or Mac OS, but um, the main thing that separates them is that it's uh, free and open source. So what does open source mean? So open source means that anybody can see the code being used in the operating system and every little detail on how processes are done, which um, which gives you a sense of security because you know what information is being sent to the people who own it or anything. So that's that's why open source is pretty much always better. So what makes Linux better than Windows or Mac OS? So I don't know if I would say Linux necessarily is better than either of them, but they do have a lot of great features that neither of uh, Windows or Linux do or excuse me, Windows and Mac OS do. Um, but like, obviously the main one is it's, you know that your security, um, your privacy is all safe because obviously it's open source and no information is being sent out. Uh, second, it's also got a lot of, um, a lot of free software. Pretty much any software made for Linux is going to be free and open source. Um, so you have the option to donate, but it's never going to cost you. And what I've noticed, um, over my time using Linux is that the software is really, really awesome for being free. Um, some alternatives are like GIMP. Um, it's like an alternative for show Photoshop. And unless you're really a really, really serious photo, um, then GIMP will pretty much do everything you need for you know free compared to Photoshop, which is really expensive. Um, and then there's programs like LibreOffice, which is a solution to um, to Windows Microsoft Office, which even though I did end up switching back to Windows, I actually still use LibreOffice today. So that's a big advantage. Interesting. Um, I've heard that Linux is pretty difficult to use and it's kind of like a uh, something that only really techie or nerdy people would use. Is that true or is it pretty simple to use? Um, so it depends on the distro. So a distro, um, so Linux is built off of uh, a type of operating system, and then there's different types of Linux, which are called distros. So um, the biggest distro is Ubuntu, which you may have heard of. I don't know. Um, but it's the most user-friendly one. And then there are things like Kali Linux, which are used for um, hacking. There are things like uh, just, you know, Manjaro, which is just a more advanced uh, version of Linux. So it really depends. Um, if you're just getting in, I'd recommend trying Ubuntu. That's fairly user-friendly but it does still require you to use the terminal, um, which can be frustrating. So are there, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of advantages or disadvantages to Linux. It sounds like they're, it's, it's like comparing, you know, two completely different things between Linux and standard operating systems like Windows or Mac. Is that true or are there big advantages to Linux? Um, so I think the biggest advantage to Linux is obviously the security side of it every but everyone i've talked to that uses linux really appreciates um 
that their security is safe. They can do anything on the computer and they're the only one who knows about it, right? Um, when it comes to Windows, uh, Windows openly says, you know, Microsoft says we're collecting your user data. They say for, uh, for making the service better, um, but I'm sure that's not all they use it for. Um, and Linux also is just, there's a lot of things you can do on Linux that you can't do on Windows when it comes to the software and coding side of Linux. So you really have to be the right person um, for it, but uh, there's so much. Like, um, you know, if you were interested in cybersecurity, you would be using Linux because Windows just cannot run um, the types of code and programs, especially all of the things in the terminals. Um, it's just way more thorough and they have a lot more networking programs or programs if you're interested in coding. So that's a big advantage for that kind of people. Do you need to um, do you need to have a like a better controller to run than or I'm sorry a better computer to run um, than Windows or Mac or is it a pretty um, easy program to run? So actually, it's quite the opposite. Um, Linux is a much lighter operating system than either Windows or Mac OS. So in that sense, if you had an older computer that just cannot run either of those operating systems, uh, uh, Windows or Mac, um, then Linux could be a great option for you, um, particularly Ubuntu, because they have their own software center, so you don't really have to use the terminal to get the programs you want. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about your experience with Linux, because you said you switched, but you also switched back. So can you mm -hmm. kind of explain that, your journey with Linux, and why you eventually switched back? Yeah, so um, pretty much the reason that I switched over was one, um, because I didn't want Windows collecting my data. I thought it was nice to know that, you know, that stuff is on the computer and it's not going anywhere else. Um, and two, uh, because I thought it'd be fun and I was bored since I'm stuck at home. <laughs> um, but I had Linux on my desktop for about a month um, and it was going great. I really, really like Ubuntu. I like all of the customization features. Uh, that's another big plus over Windows or Mac. You have basically unlimited options for customization. You can change the look of everything. Um, and it, you do get a little bit locked into what you get um, when it comes to Windows and Mac. So I really appreciated that. Um, it, was, it was just awesome. But there were a lot of issues I had that were just too big for me to stay on Linux, you know? Like what? Well, um, one, for example, was... Uh, my VPN, I use Surfshark VPN, as I said in episode two of the podcast. Um, and Surfshark offers what we call a, v uh, uh, a kill switch. So this uh, disables all internet access when the VPN is not connected, so nothing leaks, right? right. Um, but with Windows, uh, a lot of programs haven't been, f or sorry, with, uh, with Linux, a lot of programs haven't really been developed um, enough to... Uh, to have all of the features offered in the major operating systems like Windows and Mac, obviously, because there's more users there. So in my case, like with Surfshark VPN, all you could do is connect and disconnect, and there was no kill switch. Um, so eventually I was able to actually find some code online and make my own script for a VPN kill switch, but that was about a day and a half of work into that stuff. Um, and it was just, it was too much. It, it wasn't just as simple as being able to flick the switch and be like, oh, I'm good to go. It was like, oh, I sure hope that script's working, you know? I didn't have that sense of security when it came to that. Um, and a lot of it was just, there's not enough software support. Um, one of the big things that made me switch, I actually just installed Windows about two days ago on my computer, so that's when I switched. Um, but 
it was just there's not enough software um, that is supported. Like for my Oculus Quest, uh, I have a VR headset. Um, I want to get the link cable and play Steam VR games. But to do that, you have to have Oculus Home installed. And Oculus Home is only provided for Windows, you know. Um, there's there was just a lot of issues um, of things that just weren't supported that I really liked Windows. Right, so that makes sense. So it just seems like it needs to be maybe a little bit more developed. Yeah. Other, um, other you know, big platforms like game platforms and other software developers need to kind of optimize it for Linux. Right, and that's the hard thing because Linux has been around for ages. Uh, it's been in the run for a long time. You may not have heard of it, but it has been there. Um, and yeah, Steam has a lot of supported games, but there's a lot of big games that aren't supported, like Rainbow Six Siege isn't supported, um, uh, uh, some other Steam games, but it's also just that the you. I don't think it's the problem that Linux isn't developed enough. It's the problem that they don't have a big enough user base, you know? Um, right. If there were more users on Linux, then more companies would want their software to be supported um, on Linux, you know? So right. it's just a matter of, you know, where, because business is just going to go for the way they can make the most money, obviously. Um, and right. Linux just isn't that place. So another thing that I've heard about Linux is, um, Obviously, Linux is, itself isn't collecting um, data on you, but um, as far as getting a virus on your computer, that Linux is a lot more, uh, it's it's a lot safer in that respect because so few people use Linux that um, people who are developing, uh, you know, virus, viruses and malware, stuff like that, don't target Linux because it's just, it's, um, there aren't enough people. Is that true or is it still just as easy to get a virus from Linux? So, right. So obviously, you know, it's, it's pretty uncommon that you'll get viruses on a Mac system too. Um, just because Windows is the biggest platform, it's the ease, most easily exploited. Um, so there's a ton of viruses out there for Windows, but on Linux one, there's, as you said, uh, there's just not enough viruses made for Linux and two, Linux is a smart system. Um, it's built for security. That's what well, not not all distros, but um, all distros have great security measures. So there's going to be a it's going to be really hard to install a virus onto your Linux machine, and it maybe will happen once a time, you know. Right. So that's an advantage. Well, and it seems like um, the people that really know what they're doing in the world, as far as um, you know, on the other side of hacking, of creating viruses and stuff, wouldn't. I mean, logically, you know, if you're trying to. I feel most people who are creating viruses are probably just trying to do damage to a lot of people. And well, realistically, if you're one of those people, you're probably not going to attack Linux because so few people use Linux. Yeah, and not just that so few people use Linux, but you also got to keep in mind that a huge majority of the people that do use Linux are in it for the security side. So they probably have great security measures in for you being able to steal their personal data. And it's just too easy to steal from Windows. Anybody who wants personal information just makes more sense to hack Windows. It's more profitable and all that stuff, you know? Right, that makes sense. Um, so what for what use and um, who would you recommend Linux to? Like, what type of person? Um, well, if you really care about your privacy on the internet, I would say go for it. Um, Anyone who is into the cybersecurity side of things or just likes to do it as a hobby, um, for a while back, I had it on my laptop 
um, for about a month just to kind of have fun with it. You know, um, it really depends on who you are. If your computer has a lot of sensitive data and a lot of stuff that you need to keep, it might be kind of a pain to move that all to a hard drive and then realize, uh, now when I go back to windows, I have to put it all back on, you know? Um, but anyone who's interested in the cybersecurity part of things, um, their security in general, or just wants to try something new, that's what I would recommend. Also, it could be a pretty good thing to learn because I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Raspberry Pi is on a version of Linux, doesn't it? Yeah, so I had quite a bit of experience, well, okay, a a good amount of experience with Linux um, before I got into the Raspberry Pi stuff, which we talked about uh, last week, but... um, the the advantage is that yes, uh, Raspberry Pi runs on Raspbian, which is kind of like a distro of Linux. It's really run down and small, but when it comes down to the bare bones with the terminal and the commands, almost everything is the same. So that's an advantage. Right. So would you say that someone needs to know Linux to um to have a Raspberry Pi machine? I I just the reason that I ask is because I know that could probably be a pretty big motivation for people um, wanting to get some experience with Linux. But yeah, um, it really depends on what you're doing in Raspberry Pi. If you just want to use Raspberry Pi for a Plex server or Kodi server, absolutely not. It's as simple as installing it on your SD card, you know, flashing it with a program, putting it in your Raspberry Pi, and then using it. But if you're planning on using it for educational purposes or whatever, and running Raspbian, that's really the only place um, I see that you would either need Linux or um, or if you had to remote in with a program called Putty or something like that and use the terminal without a graphical interface, then absolutely. If you're using it for like a firewall thing without a graphical interface, then yeah, it would be helpful to have some Linux experience. But I definitely wouldn't say it's required to use Raspberry Pi. Right. Um, how long did you did you use Linux before you ended up switching back? Um, so this last time I had it on my actual, actual desktop, I used it for about a month. Um, and I enjoyed the experience until, as I said, the last, last parts where I just realized that the downfalls to Linux, um, were too big for me, um, to outweigh, you know, like the security side. Um, and, you know, I really appreciate my security, but there were just some things I couldn't give up, um, great programs and, and games sometimes, but also just like the ease of doing everything. Um a lot of it is tedious. And that's why I think it's great if you're interested in computers and stuff like that. And I am. Um, Eventually, I got used to it. The terminal was easy for me to use. But at least for the first week, it was really frustrating. I spent almost a whole day trying to get my Windows server to show up on my Linux computer just because not that it wasn't working, but I didn't know how to do it, you know? Right. And that being said, I mean, obviously, it would be more difficult with Linux, switching to Linux. but switching any operating system, I mean, I know I've used both Mac OS and Windows OS or uh, Windows 10 pretty extensively. Um, and even just switching, I mean, if I'm working on a, per se, you know, a couple of days, it it really does throw you. So that's there's going to be a learning curve for every operating system. It's going to be steeper for Linux. Most right, likely. I was going to say for Linux, it's a pretty steep learning curve. But yeah, but you have to expect that from everything. You know, there's right, going to be no world where you instantly know how. To after right the other way around so um i think linux gets a lot of hate for um having a learning curve but 
it's just steeper. You know, you're never going to completely eliminate the learning curve um, in uh-huh. anything you do along with uh, operating systems. So I think um, approaching it with the attitude of, you know, I'm going to have to learn this, but even if I was just switching to Mac or to Windows, you know, I'd have to learn it. So that's okay, as opposed to the uh, the view of, aha, it's another thing hard. Yeah. I think that'll really, um, really help you because it's, it's, it's probably it is going to be harder than switching to other softwares, but it's going to be worth it most likely in the long run. Um, if you're interested in Linux and Linux mm-hmm. type um, uh, computer projects, so it's going to be worth it if you, if you, I mean, you know, if you get Linux, it's probably going to be worth it learning. Right, and um, when it comes to my issues with Linux, I have some pretty tedious needs when it comes to Windows. There are a lot of little programs that help me in little areas. Of- you know, daily life with anything um, that the majority of any users probably would never have even heard. And that was a big thing because none of those were supported. But if you're a simple user who just needs something to write up their documents, do their school, browse the web, and play a couple simple games or whatever, and you really care about your privacy, I would totally recommend installing Ubuntu on your computer and playing around with it. It was just my needs that were too specific and I couldn't, I couldn't leave from Windows because of those needs. Um, how long did it take you to get a Linux set up? Like, was it longer than setting up a Windows machine as far as the installation process and um, getting it set up on your computer, or was it just about the same? No, it's pretty much just about the same. Um, well, depending on your distro, for for Ubuntu, it's a very it's got a very graphical um, uh, installation phase, just like Windows. So it's really easy. To pretty much just read it and follow it. You know. Um, there might be a couple things that are confusing, like the the formatting the hard drive because it uses a different type of formatting. But other than that, it's really not hard at all. You could figure it out. So just to sum up what we've talked about so far, it seems like, um, you know, learning curve is going to be a little bit steeper for just about every part of Linux. But um, mm-hmm. if you want to be really secure or if you're just running, um, you know, uh, you cut out there. Can you say that again? If you're just running yeah, what? So if you're just running simple programs and say using your computer for um, school and you know a little bit of research or just um, talking to your friends on say Google Hangouts, it should work for you. Um, if you're mm-hmm. looking for more of a uh, easy all-in-one experience, you know, let's say that you just bought your first gaming desktop or whatever, I would recommend using Windows um, for your first yeah. computer. Just because um, you'll get used to it more, um, and it'll be an easier transition. But maybe eventually you can switch to Linux. And that's another thing. You know, if you install Linux on your computer, um, it's not like a end-all, be-all. You know, you can always switch back, as Josh did. Um, but right. give it a try. I mean, especially there's not a ton to do while you're at home. Um, you know, get the download started, and then, you know, go do something else. I mean, it's not going to—it's not. Pro- it's probably not going to take you, you know, a week of mind-boggling tech challenges to set up Linux. So just try right. it. And if you don't like it, download Windows. Or, yeah. um, you know, put your other hard drive in as Windows. So it's yeah. um, it's worth a shot. Just give it a try. You know, you never know. If- yeah, and uh, for those of you who might be a little bit confused, the big programs are absolutely supported. Like, if you're like, oh, well, I just like playing Minecraft, but I use Discord. Discord is supported. Minecraft is supported. Um, a lot of Steam games. For me, it was just like individual small programs. So don't think that there's not a ton of software out there for Linux because there absolutely is. Right. That makes sense. Um, 
yeah. So, what would you uh, what would you say was your uh, the sum of your experience with Linux? I loved Linux. If I if there was uh, way more software support for Linux, I would have absolutely stayed on Linux or some integration to run Windows programs on Linux. Um, I, I totally would have stayed. It was awesome. I love my experience, especially the customization features. You could change the of everything, you know. Um, and it, it was just, it was great. Uh, I, I loved every second of it besides just there wasn't enough support and it's a big shame, you know? Right. So it's, it's, it's good. It was just little, uh, little programs that you couldn't, that you just, uh, yeah. And, and little processes, you know, awesome. there's a lot of great videos out there. I'll explain that cool. for you though. Well, um, that pretty much sums up Linux. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. Um, mm-hmm. as always, a couple of announcements before we wrap this up. Um, we got a YouTube channel. Uh, go drop a like and a sub on the videos if you can. We us out. Um, our Discord is in the to the description of our channel um, on YouTube and on whatever whatever else you're listening to it to. So Spotify or Anchor, um, whatever you're listening listening on. Um, so you know, hop into our Discord servers. Tell us what you're liking, what you're not liking. Some feedback. If you don't have Discord install it it's a tiny program and it's free and it's yep. it's pretty awesome you can there, use it uh, on your phone too it's yep. easy there are lots of there are tons of good servers if it rather regardless if it's ours or someone else's so um hop on tell us what you like and don't like it's a pretty cool server or just uh you know talk to people about the tech that you so uh thanks for coming out and listening yeah. and have a great rest of your day yep bye guys